Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. As we do every week, we visit with Brian Walton of thecardinalnation.com. We're coming to you from the Lou Fuse Automotive Studios and find out more at fuse.com. Hey, Brian, great to visit with you. The Cardinals are playing much better on the major league level, but we want to get into the minor leagues. However, I do want to start with the Cardinals. They've turned things around a little bit, haven't they? Yeah, it's nice to see them win uh, seven of eight. And I think uh, the common thread in those seven wins is that the pitching's held the opponents to an average of three runs per game. And, you know, uh, the, especially the outing from Jack Flaherty on uh, Monday night was really good to see because they need guys to pitch deep into games. And, you know, we knew the offense was going to get out of the, the slump that they were in. And, you know, of course, Nolan Gorman sitting in between Goldschmidt and Arenado has been a revelation. And the Cardinals, we know they can score runs. They've just got to do a better job of keeping the opponents off the board. Nolan Gorman is on pace for 44 home runs and well over 100 runs batted in. I'm not sure people saw that, but you saw him a lot in the minor leagues, and you probably saw a guy that could make adjustments, move through the system, and hit for power. Yeah, Nolan Gorman, everybody knew his game, that that you know he was going to be a, a, a power hitter in the major leagues. Originally third baseman, of course, moved to second base uh, because the Cardinals uh, you know, had that position blocked. Uh, what we saw last season was, as a rookie, Nolan Gorman had a lot of trouble with the high heat. And other teams could, you know, figure they could get him out that way. And to his credit, that's something that he worked on in the offseason to close that hole in his swing. Now, you know, he's batting third in the in the Cardinals lineup. He's going to see some good pitches to hit there. But, you know, the opponents are going to know about him. So now we'll see, you know, if, if whether Gorman can continue or whether there's going to be some other area where he's going to have to adjust further. But, you know, not necessarily always being a full-time player and still leading the league with 33 RBI is very, very impressive for Nolan Gorman at this point in the season. And I think uh, if, in fact... Contreras is going to go back to being the starting catcher. That's a positive thing because now Nolan Gorman can play every day because, you know, before that designated hitter position with Contreras, they're sort of tied their hands in terms of their roster flexibility. What are you seeing from Ivan Herrera in the minor leagues? Speaking of catchers, and we're going to get into some of the individuals down in the minors that people talk about a lot, but uh, Ivan Herrera, how has he been faring so far? Ivan Herrera has done a good, not a great season. You know, again, remember he's 22 years old, still, still a very young player. Um, but his second year at, at AAA. But we saw when the Cardinals had a need for a catcher, a third catcher, even though he was on the roster, Ivan Herrera, they brought up Trace Barrera instead. And I think they still want Ivan Herrera to play every day in Memphis and get consistent over not just a week or two at a time, but over a month or two months at a time, because the jury's still out on whether Ivan Herrera is going to be the backup catcher of the future. He's not going to be the catcher while, while Contreras is probably under contract. But, you know, he still has some more proving to do before he can unseat Andrew Kisner. We were talking about power with Nolan Gorman. We're seeing great power from Luke and Baker. I'm asked all the time about, you know, could he make the major leagues? And he doesn't play the outfield. He plays first base, so he's blocked there. You do have the DH, or you have other major league teams that could take a look at him. But this has been a really good start for Luke and Baker right now. Yeah, Luke and Baker was the minor league player of the month for the Cardinals organization, both their view and our view at the Cardinal Nation. And he's kept on hitting in May. He's got 14 home runs. Uh, he leads the International League with home in home runs and is in the top 10 of the league in RBI, on base, slugging, OPS, and walks. 
walks. He's fourth in the league. So you've got a big man who has a very good eye at the plate uh, and has had a number of game-winning and key hits for Memphis this year. You know, he's the anchor of that team. But as you said, he's, kind of, he's a very good defensive first baseman, but he's a big lumbering guy. He's not going to be a corner outfielder. And so with the St. Louis Cardinals, as long as you know, Paul Goldschmidt's healthy and able to play first base, there's not really a place for Lucan on the team. But you would think, as you mentioned, that some other team in baseball might want a bat and, uh, you know, make a move. And maybe Luke and Baker's a guy that can help the Cardinals get some needed pitching at the deadline. How about Mason Wynn? He had such a good spring, and, and not many people have, you know, heard much, I, I don't think, from him. But uh, Mason Wynn, how has he been going so far? Yeah, Mason Wynn, as, as you mentioned, uh, had a very, very good spring with St. Louis. And that may have led some to think, hey, you know, maybe he's going to be ready sooner than planned. He had never played, uh, you know, any games at AAA yet until this year. And so the Cardinals did the right thing in starting him at Memphis. And the first month, uh, he, he really didn't uh, play all that well. He scuffled, you know, 600 OPS. Uh, still stole eight bases in nine tries. So, you know, his speed was there, but he struck out more than he'd like. And uh, took him a little while to adjust. Now, here in the month of May, he's got a 1073 OPS and three for three in stolen bases. And what's been nice is, is the power. Uh, triple, three home runs. Now, again, you don't want Mason Wynn to be, become a home run hitter, but he's obviously getting much more comfortable at AAA. And anytime you know, a guy, and it's only half a month, but can put up a, an OPS pushing 1,100 is a good sign. So I think this is a, a year of growth for Mason Wynn. And if he's, you know, continues to play like this, you know, maybe he'll get a shot later in the year if there's an injury in the middle, in mid, middle of the infield. Uh, but the other thing that he's, he did, especially when Paul DeYoung was down in Memphis, Mason Wynn uh, played a lot of second base, which is something he told me he had done uh, back in high school as well. And it's important, for, you know, of course, for a young player coming up that he can play multiple positions. So, you know, Mason Wynn, depending on when he comes up, he may or may not be the starting shortstop, but he can help the Cardinals uh, at, other, at second base as well as, as short. We've all kept a close eye on Matthew Libertor, especially when the Major League Club had issues with their pitching, whether it be in the rotation, or in the bullpen, but Matthew Libertor is off to a pretty good start. Yes, again, just as Baker was the uh, was the player of the month, uh, Matthew Libertor was the pitcher of the month, not only in the Cardinals organization, but Matthew Libertor was the pitcher of the month in the International League. And again, that's really important. International League is 20 teams. So it's it's a it's most of two thirds of the of professional baseball and of course AAA there's a lot of guys pitching in AAA who have major league experience as does Matthew Libertor so for him to be in the top of that group with a 2.51 ERA uh, you know was a big big deal for him but I think you know one of the most interesting things was 38 strikeouts in 28 and two thirds innings because folks wanted to see a little more uh, from the fastball from Matthew Libertor and he's delivered that now this month he's allowed, allowed four runs in each of his first two starts for Memphis, but still for the season uh, has a very, very strong um, ERA in the in the low threes and is a guy who has positioned himself well for, uh, you know, sort of being that next man up if, uh, if the Cardinals need another starter down the road. Another guy that uh, a lot of attention was in spring training d- towards his direction was Tink Hentz. Uh, how about his start so far? Yeah, Tink Hentz, uh, the Cardinals have, con- you know, traditionally been very, very careful with Tink Hentz. Uh, dynamite electric arm but very slight a build and uh, they had him again starting off pitching three or four innings about 60 pitches in his second start on april 12th he experienced some chest tightness uh, some tightness in his upper body and uh, the cardinals put him on the injured list uh, gave him time to uh, get you know get back to where he needed to be sat out almost a month uh, came back and uh, and pitched uh, four days ago now five days ago for peoria 
uh, went three innings and just picked up right where he left off. In the three innings, allowed just one hit, uh, didn't walk anybody and struck out five. Uh, you know, a dynamic talent, just getting his first taste of high A ball. And uh, I think Tink Hintz, you know, again, the sky's the limit, but you want to make sure he can stay healthy and eventually get to the point where he can pitch uh, deeper into games because you, you want a guy, who a starter, who can go more than four innings. I remember a few years ago we were talking and the minor league teams just weren't winning. And I, I do think there's something to winning, even though it is minor league baseball. So how about just the system as a whole in terms of yeah. wins and losses? How are they doing? I think uh, it's kind of a bookend situation right now. Uh, Memphis played extremely well. I think they had a 12-game winning streak last month. Um, a, a good mix of pitching and hitting. Uh, unlike the past, where Memphis really was more of an offensive-oriented team, the pitching has really uh, come along well. Uh, Gordon Graceffo, who's out right now, McGreevy's up there, Connor Thomas. You know, they have some has some good arms at Memphis, and the uh, the offense has been uh, good enough to to win games. At the other end of the system is Palm Beach, which is of course low A, and the team where the where a number of players are getting their first opportunity in full season ball. And those teams are both Memphis and Palm Beach are either in first place or right in the race. Whereas Double A Springfield uh, is quite a ways back, and uh, Peoria is also you know uh, below 500, but you know. Again, there's good spots on both of those teams. And the uh, we just went through the starts. I'm curious, though, about the rules innovations that we're seeing. I mean, robot umps are the big thing that we talk about. Uh, are you seeing some of that? Have you seen some of that in terms of what you saw maybe at uh, AAA or some of the other levels of the minor leagues? Yeah, what's interesting this year is that, that Memphis now uh, has the technology. For, for the first time, it's been installed in AutoZone Park. So they can use the uh, the robo-umps in the games. And they're going to test the challenge system where each team gets three challenges uh, per game, both the uh, pitcher, catcher, and the and the hitters. And there's some strategy in that in terms of uh, figuring out when to use your challenges because, of course, if you use them up and they're not successful, then you're, you're done with them. But there's also some new rules that are being tried in the Atlantic League, the Independent League. Uh, they're having de- trying a designated pinch runner this year who can be substituted uh, multiple times into the game at any point. Uh, they're looking at the double hook designated hitter rule. And what that is is that if a team's starting pitcher can get through at least five innings, a team can use the DH through the entire game. But if the pitcher doesn't make it through the fifth inning, then the team loses their designated hitter for the remainder of the game. So there's some other innovations that are being tried this year. I think there's one also, if I remember right, the pitchers can, in, in this uh, current pitch clock environment, can disengage from the mound twice uh, um, in any at-bat, and they're testing whether they can only do it once. Again, another idea to speed up the game. So Major League Baseball continues to tinker with the rules. I think overall, uh, certainly everybody's positive about the, the pace and, of the games, uh, maybe even some of the pitchers and hitters who had to adjust. It is interesting, and it just seems like it's it's going to come. I, I, I think it's going to be here before we know it. They've got to, you know, obviously fine-tune it a little bit, but it does seem like it's coming, doesn't it? Yeah, RoboWamps are, you know, I think it's the, the way of the future. I think it's the right thing. You know, there's a lot of talk about pitch framing, and that was an area that Wilson Contreras took a lot of heat for in the past. That, you know, he wasn't a great pitch framer. Well, you know, with RoboWamps, pitch framing doesn't matter anymore because the view is what the view is, and it's put up on the scoreboard for everybody to see. There's a lot less complaining. There's a lot less arguing. Uh, and, you know, we saw uh, – I was at the game, you know, in Boston um, – 
on Friday night. And I think the home plate umpires accuracy rating on strike calls was 79%. There were some pitches that were just clearly, I mean, sitting in the stands, clearly impressed by, you know, we're not strikes. And so, you know, I get the human part of the game, but you want to get the bad part of the human out of the game. And, you know, the inconsistency in, in uh, pitch calling has been kind of an issue in baseball. All right, we'll wrap it up with this. What are you working on at thecardinalnation.com? Well, the next 24 hours is going to have up my um, re-ranked prospects. I, once a month, I re-rank the top 50 prospects in the system and uh, during I, once a month during the regular season. And now we have about six weeks worth of results. So we'll be focusing on uh, the young players who are off to good starts and maybe improve their status as well as some who, uh, you know, maybe are going to lose a step or two. And so that's always a very interesting analysis. And, of course, we continue with our daily team recaps as well as our um, daily game recaps of all the minor league games, as well as our in-depth team reports from our reporters in the minor league, minor league affiliate cities. Hey, Brian, thank you so much. As always, you're flexible with your schedule, and uh, we'll catch you up next week. Sounds good, Dan. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.